0: you're listening to the a scully cast brought to you by www.ascully.com and here are your hosts a scully and sid talk <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to be silent and then sid talk we do a silence at the beginning of our show
1: no. Like don't make it sound like a ritual. You 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 record. Uncle <Song> can't stay
0: silent for ten, ten seconds. Ten <laughs>
1: seconds of silence, so that after it's done, you can say this is the ambient noise. Please eliminate all the ambient noise. It's not for like let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> I didn't know you were doing it. and I just started talking.
0: We were having a moment of silence.
1: Backwards bra. Is just that the code
0: word for this week? <laughs>
1: That is the before the That's the safe the discussion. word. I, backwards. I bra. I'm backwards and it's so much better.
0: All right, that's uh, more more information than we all need to know. <laughs> so, uh what was the before the after the show discussion?
1: You were talking about something.
0: we were talking about uh this movie. <laughs> but that's actually not before the
1: show discussion. I was looking at pictures of my seedlings. I was watching A Little American Dad. We didn't really have much of a discussion. This is 16 years of marriage, people. I was you don't a, always have a discussion. I was looking at... No, that was it. I was looking at
0: details of this movie. So, uh, it is Saturday, March the 26th. This is after the show number 420.
1: It's the 26th?
0: That's what it says on my
1: sh- chart. Oh, it is. I have to redate my pictures.
0: Wow, what did you <laughs> think it was? 25th. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so it is... The movie we're looking at this week is The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. It's a 2015 movie, released on Blu-ray this Tuesday, so you can pick it up now. Uh, last Tuesday, so you can pick it up now. PG-13, rated, and it's from our friends at Lionsgate. And Sid Talk will give you the
1: synopsis of uh, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. No, I think all Mockingjay b- movies, Hunger Games movies, are in your territory. You read the books, you give the synopsis.
0: It's the... <laughs> fourth part of the Hunger Games, the fourth movie in the Hunger Games series. I don't really want to uh, say what it's about here, but
1: what do you expect what me the, to do?
0: What the overall thing is about is it's a um, an uprising story. It's the let's third say.
1: act of the story. Yeah. And yes. If anyone knows how people tell stories, she wrote three books. Is that correct? Yes. The first one is the opening act, the beginning. The middle is the middle. We and know the this. third book is the third we act. This movie, even though it's the fourth movie, the
0: end of the isn't the end.
1: So, yes. how, if there's going to be spoilers, just tell them because obviously there
0: will be spoilers during this podcast. So, um, but I, if you haven't watched it,
1: being the good movie wife, I saw this movie months ago because I saw it with my mother and my nephew in a tiny little theater in a tiny little town. We went to just a normal viewing of it. It had a huge Christmas tree right in the theater, and you could see behind the, the screen. They had other stuff because they do little community plays. It cost us $3 a piece and 25 cents for a bag of popcorn. It was amazing. And if I could have that in this town, and that was it was out in theaters at that time. So that's when I saw it. I didn't spoil it for you, even though you read the book. So. Yeah, so like, I, there was nothing spoiled story? anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't even mention anything about it at all.
0: So, um but now I can. You don't really want to go into this movie not having seen the others because it would be it would make no sense, I don't think. Especially the way it opens and everything, it's quite. Clear. It's it's a. No, you
1: know, I disagree. I it's for
0: people who are into the franchise. I
1: don't. I don't disagree with that, but I disagree that if you watched it, you wouldn't know what's going on. I think they do a fair job. You instantly know he's supposed to love her, but he doesn't. Peta in the beginning. I mean, they cleared that up with one line of dialogue, and then she books out you know so i think i think they can stand alone it's not the same experience i also don't I think, think th-
0: this movie should have been split into two movies because um, i think it's better especially now that you can do this is watch it as watch the mockingjay part as one big movie because five hours with the movie most well, just four hours, they're two hours each. so... Right,
1: but I think it's good the way it is. I wouldn't want to cut anything out or trim it down because I think that is what makes it. No, don't like cut anything
0: this. out. Watch it as a four hour long movie because.
1: You can't. I in a the theatre? What? They wouldn't do that in a the theatre.
0: No, I didn't say in a theatre. I said now you can watch it on Blu ray. You, you've got both of them. You can oh, watch Oh, you
1: could them. have watched them, yeah, together. I'm
0: saying you can watch them back to back now. And I, I would suggest, if you're a fan of this mm-hmm. series and you're not a fan of this series and not seen them yet, to watch that as a big movie because
1: it shouldn't they just watch all of it from yeah, the first
0: movie when you get to when they get to mocking just ignore the fact there's part one and part two it's it's a it's just one giant movie which is what it was supposed to be they cut it in half to make so they could make another movie but um because it it picks up exactly where the last one left left off it, um if you watched it back to back it would mm-hmm. just it's a continuation i like it that way um I've always felt about the Hunger Games and I'm a big fan I like the books I like the movies the first movie it kind of ruined it that shaky cam thing for me I'm glad they got over that and didn't continue with that but the second movie I think is the best one of the bunch Um, with the clock yeah with the the second Hunger Games the big one in the jungly type environment I really like that one Um, because it doesn't use the shaky cam and it's much gianter it feels big like really big um, I disagree What? Well, that it feels big
1: That I like it better I like the first one best
0: Yeah the first one That shaky cam Puts me off In fact When you put them All four together And watch them now That one just has A different style to it That's annoying <laughs> and,
1: and I don't even remember that
0: so. It's all shaky cam Handheld all of it. Even when they're just Doing scenes of people talking It's I don't
1: remember that at wobbles at all. So all It wobbles all the time So it must not have affected me
0: It did affect you Because we mentioned it In the podcast And you said It I was the thing That you hate about it You didn't like that about it
1: I How can I remember
0: cuz long time ago, 5 years ago. <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> oh my god, it's so long ago.
0: But um, the problem, I like this movie, don't get me wrong, the ending to this movie. But I'm I Skip to that already? No, the ending to this this trilogy. This uh, movie as an ending yeah, to the story. Quadrilogy, whatever it is. It, the books, there's 3 of them. And I thought when I read the books that the third book was the weakest of all the books. Even though it comes to a logical conclusion and it's kind of satisfying I don't think it's as interesting towards the end. I, I think it kind of it it's, gets it's predictable and poli-
1: poli- politics and maneuvering and when you ultimately come to the conclusion with any story any story that you hear that is about an oppressed people it's and kind an of obvious what's going to happen. An overlord you're always going to be hyped up to bring down the overlord, but nobody thinks forward to how boring it's gonna be once you get all your shit fixed. Cause like, that just is how life is. Once you get comfortable and everybody's safe and everybody's fine and there's food for everybody and you can make money if you want and you're poor or you're whatever, it's all then you're all mixed together. That doesn't make for a dynamic story. So getting past the the initial like looking at the differences between the oppressors and the oppressed and that's really dynamic and you start rooting for the underdogs and then you get in the mix of it and then you're like oh yeah some other assholes gonna have to come along and run everything because it's not gonna be easy and these people are still gonna be of the mind of the old oppressors and these people are still gonna want to rip everything down and that's kind of blah you have to like whitewash it all again and, and that's so, why when
0: I read the books I loved the first two books because I was very fascinated with the um, concept of The Hunger Games yeah you
1: told me about it as soon as you read that first one you're like oh my god yeah
0: like The Hunger <laughs> Games was interesting like I love the because the, you'd seen
1: I, Battle Royale yeah the original
0: yeah so like I love them having to go into an arena and fight I love that as these books progress the th- there's, there is no Hunger Games anymore, right? So the th- the third one, they try and say uh, they try and put this kind of oh look, it really is the Hunger Games, but
1: bigger scale.
0: But it's really like the
1: whole of every all our existence is a Hunger Games, right. and that's just the way it is. And you just didn't know it. We were just making a little Hunger Games over here, but ultimately it's all a big Hunger Games.
0: But I remember picking up the third book and starting reading into it. You know, like a couple of chapters in, and I was like, okay, okay, there's going to be this, you know the most amazing Hunger Games in, in it. Like, in, in a minute, when when I get past a few more pages, they're going to announce that it's going to be the ultimate Hunger Games and um, Snow oh, is and- going to be a contestant and it's going to be this... everybody for the, in this arena. I thought, oh, that is the conclusion to this. And it isn't that.
1: That could have been more interesting. That's what, You're I, right.
0: that's what I wanted. Because I was like, it's called The Hunger Games. That's what I like, The Hunger Games. But this movie... Well, this book... The third book doesn't contain a Hunger Games. It contains action, but not a Hunger Games. Yeah,
1: but the overriding idea is yeah. it is a Hunger Games.
0: Yeah, Game. which I which I'm not if that fond of that idea. Always
1: throwing people into the arena. It's just not that arena. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was where it fizzled out a little bit for me and became a little less interesting. I, I would actually um, compare it on, uh, as well to the Star Wars prequels, which are full of politicking. Yeah. With action. But there's a lot of politicking which kind of drags them down a little bit. I think this does also. And I'm not blaming it on this movie. I'm, I think the book is the same thing. It's, right. It's and like, you can't
1: change the whole of her no. story. I
0: almost thought... I thought this was what... Because movies... Uh, they're like... The people who make movies are greedy little piggies. <laughs> I thought that this movie... That's why I said to you, you're not going to spoil anything for me, but I think they might twist this. Right. I thought it was going to get a twist at the end. I won't mention... Yep. You, you know the pivotal yep. moment. I thought that was going to end... I was thought that was going to be twisted the opposite way, and there was going to be room for a fourth movie oh. that is not the book. Like, they're going to carry it on. Because the idea that that lady had... Yeah. ...would make a cool another movie. But... They didn't twist it. They st- stuck to the novel. I was actually pleased about that.
1: But because, also not pleased because it was the boring completion. Yeah, it is, it is more <laughs> the boring... Um, right.
0: But I was pleased that the greedy little piggies in movie land didn't go, look, we have to make A lot of people
1: this. will appreciate this ending for exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. <gasps> oh. It's not a bad ending.
0: Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad ending. I just find it, as a whole... Anticlimactic compared to what went before.
1: I think when you've you've read a lot of books, we've both seen thousands and thousands of movies, so we've we've experienced lots of storytelling and consuming in our lives. So you kind of can you gauge you get onto a bit things. yeah you get a little bit of like like that. It's the same story as Star Wars. Yep,
0: oppressed, oppressed.
1: Yeah, and someone Rebels. has to rise up. It's the it's the uh, the Matrix. It's the Divergent. It's Every single story. It's three hundred. It's Jesus. It's the Bible. It's like every time there is an over, over oppressive leader, an idea that's pushing everyone down. One individual has to, and I'm sure that every culture has it: Japanese, Chinese, every European, every everybody has it, all of us. That somebody rises up out of the dirt, and has to like be the one to equalize everything again. It's not a new story. So you're always gonna feel that like we're always gonna root a little bit here and there. But I think unfortunately the end is always boring unless you do the end and this isn't the end of this, I won't, I'm not spoiling the end end, but the end of like where the bad guys win. That's always the one that you go, uh <laughs> right, yeah. that's that's a little bit unexpected. Like the end of the planet enough, of
0: the apes. That is a great yes, ending. Yes, the, once the Charlton has It's a great ending yeah. once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. But that's a great ending because you go, "Whoa, what the hell? that's not what movies do." But that's then, different. Correct. Yeah,
1: yeah. That but is people a good
0: don't one. have the balls to do that. They did back then in the. 70s. There's gotta
1: be some modern ones that do that we just aren't thinking of. Like yeah. if if Walking Dead were to end where that's just it's just it. Like <laughs> all of humanity's now a bunch of zombies. Yeah. Nobody fixes it Nobody cures it Society doesn't come back to life It's just the end And all you see is Like Rick Grimes Walking down a road In the end And you know he's the only human left And here comes a zombie And he's too tired to fight it Didn't That's the end Didn't hey, I just,
0: I just wrote, Didn't yeah. I Am Legend of have like Not It had two endings And one of the endings Was like the Everything's done Ending I remember. Army of Darkness has. Army of a, darkness as a, has ultimate, as a, yeah. a, a ballsy ending. It's the alternate ending, but it's a ballsy ending. But, it's not ballsy. But it's the.
1: It's the wacky ending.
0: You're all fucked. Yeah. Ending, which is not the ending most people want to see, though, is it? That's that's what why. What do we want?
1: We want a fantasy, don't we? We want every story to end with. The bad guy gets it. Not just the bad guy gets it, but with, we have to all question ourselves a little bit. What is the best, happiest ending to every story? That your way of life and your attitudes and everything that you think is important becomes what's important to everyone, and then everyone's equal. Or do you have to turn to your neighbor and realize what they think is important is different than what you think is important, and ultimately you're still going to have to negotiate around each other. There's no end. There's no real happy. I hate to be diluted, to break everyone's bubble of happy endings, but there really
0: isn't one. There are satisfying endings, though, and there are. And I feel like...
1: I don't feel like this is a yeah. It's in the middle, isn't it? it? Yes. It doesn't hit that like... Yes! Or... No, uh, it doesn't.
0: And that's one of the things. It's
1: fine. But it's not... There should be a moment
0: in the end of this movie. Where the hair stand up on the back of your neck and you feel... I think... That was for Yeah, me. but it doesn't. It, it didn't
1: for me, and I maybe that should be the end.
0: Yeah, maybe with no other. Maybe blah, that should blah, blah, be the end scene. Yeah, because there's a
1: lot of black. It blah, does blah, It blah. does
0: the Hobbit at the end. A it
1: bit. does. It goes, <laughs> and you're like, it's over. And I remember Not watching the it. Hobbit, Lord of love. the Rings. Yeah, I remember watching it yeah. originally and thinking, like, oh, awesome. Like that's it. She's that's yeah. It. That
0: would have been a good. Oh wait. Edge.
1: Okay, now we're gonna have to.
0: Oh. Ugh.
1: And then, actually, like the fourth one you're like okay is yeah. This
0: it yeah i was actually watching the <laughs> end bit and i was going yeah yeah this is peter jackson did this end part didn't he um, <laughs> but yeah if that scene what we were talking about faded to black and then the credits came up that would be the good end. that would be a, a satisfying yeah. cuz it's dark Cause and it's it, and also you don't know not, yeah
1: you don't have a, a tidy little wrapped up ending if you want to know the ending you go read the book
0: the tidy little wrapped up ending in on this movie, the extra parts, they're very, like, fairy tale. Yeah. And it, it's, like, for, like, the fans to, like, go, oh, it's so Like The sp- End of
1: True Blood. Makes, yeah, me yeah, makes me want to vomit just thinking be, about yeah. it. It's just so lame. Yeah. Not that I'm not a fan of The, the happy End True endings. Blood was
0: really, really garbage. Like, it, it was, like...
1: <laughs> like, nothing ever happened.
0: We all want to be happy... Let's all be happy, kind of like oh, and here's a wedding in the middle of the episode. It was like, it's like uh, yeah, yeah. It was very, very uh, fan servicey, but at me as a fan of it, or I, I wouldn't say I was a fan of it at that point. I was like just waiting for yep. the end.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were on life support at that point, and when they pulled the plug, we were done.
0: Yeah, we were like, wow. I, I'm surprised we even lasted the last season. It was like Dexter, wasn't it? It was like... It wasn't as bad as Dexter. it running to the ground. Yeah, but it wasn't
1: as bad as Dexter. Dexter got completely crap.
0: But I still couldn't stop watching it because we yeah. you've gone five years, six years and you can't... You want to know what happens.
1: Well, you know? I've given up on other shows. I'm
0: don't. i don't, I'm not that I don't demoted. generally give up unless they're actually bad. Like, it was bad. No, I mean... like Dexter was crap. The ones that I mostly give up on, TV shows... Is where I start to watch them and two or three episodes in, I'm just not... I'm just not But that's different
1: than watching it for four years and then it gets crap. Yeah. Then you just give up. Yeah, I never have. I guess that's good in marriage because that means you're not going to give up on me no matter how crappy I get. But... But I'll give up... I would expect you to. (laughs) (laughs) If I turned in to Dexter the last season... In quality as a wife I expect you to go out that door and never come back I would be disappointed if you did anything less
0: I have this like Dexter this is really off topic but I have the, <laughs> I have an like my. finally own,
1: I'm not the guilty one
0: the end scene of Dexter where he turns into a lumberjack and he, and he looks up from his coffee cup god there's a whole new another show isn't there where he's this serial killer in lumberjack, killing lumberjack or he's
1: people. a superhero of lumberjack who knows
0: the, I, I I believe that might be interesting. Like we could explore is that. Is it the
1: true story of Johnny Appleseed?
0: I don't know who that is. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> not, not Johnny Appleseed. Sorry, the other one. With the Babe the Blue Ox. That guy. Who? <laughs> you don't know Babe the Blue Ox? Is? No. Paul Bunyan? No. You've
0: I mean, never
1: I've heard of Paul Bunyan, Bunyan, but I don't babe, know what it is. I don't know what it is either. Okay. <laughs> it's lumberjacky I'll give you that he's a lumberjack oh god now I have to look it up keep talking
0: I always remember there was an episode of the incredible hulk where he became a lumberjack and he was very good at it because he got angry and then chopped down tons of trees while he was the hulk (laughs) do you remember that one no well he he he, he came to the lumberjacking place they said he can get a job there because he wanders from week to week he got a job there the boss was telling him he was doing really shitty because he wasn't very good at chopping the trees down while the boss wasn't looking, he hulked up, chopped tons and tons of trees down and got promoted in a raise.
1: Yeah, but when he's the hulk, he doesn't know what he's doing, does he?
0: He ch- he punched all the trees down.
1: That is a breaking of the rules.
0: It was a really bad episode, too. Poor. So, the, are we still on this? Or are we going back Going back to the Hunger Games?
1: Keep talking. I so, can look uh,
0: it up. So, the Mockingjay uh, Part 2, yes, it fits along the... Part one, fine, just fine. It's not a badly made movie or anything. I just, like I say, the third book wasn't my favorite book. So the third film is instantly not my favorite film. But for you, I think you're, it's your favorite film, this, right? The yeah.
1: On. It um, actually is. And I remember watching it the first time. And while I was... Are we going to do any spoilers or are we just going to talk around it?
0: Spoil it. You can spoil if you want. Just tell them.
1: Okay, it's a big spoiler. Because if you haven't cottoned on to it already... There is a there is a a new bad bad guy lurking, and she's not a bad guy. It's she's quite happened. obvious from the last yeah. movie. It's not just that the instant we met Coin, the ins i mean, the instant she walked in that room, I was like, "Oh, she's the new she's the new." I bad mean, she's guy. menacing looking. Not just that, but I mean, it's obvious that anyone who's put together and ruled that kind of rebellion, and has a very firm hand about everything. She's going to be as big an asshole as the other guy. That's just the way I'm, I just knew it. Like, so it didn't ruin or anything. I was just like, okay, now we know what we're up against. Because no matter what happens, Katniss is a pawn in everybody's game here. That's just the way it is. So that, I wasn't, I was already prepared, obviously, for that. And that's how it pans out. Panem. Panem. Is it Panem or Panem? Panem. That doesn't help. P A N E M. Panem. Panem. Okay. I've seen it so many times, but people say it different ways. So, for me, the the slow moments, the moments where Peta and I think he's the best thing in this whole movie. We'll get to the cast. But, I mean, as a story, his story emerging is actually my favorite part. I didn't... I never cared about so I was, I was kind of lame. I didn't really... Get The whole love triangle wasn't convinced she loved him or didn't love him, and the other gale guy none of that what locked in for me at all. But I'm not a young lady, so it never it, meant I anything never to give me.
0: a shit either. about Yeah, it, yeah.
1: but in this one, that as soon as he starts having to fake sort out his brainwashing, you know, his torture, He's been and all that, yeah, it. I thought those moments were some of my favorite, and they brought me down to the point of thinking about. People in a horror, in that, like, you take that make it not fiction. It's a, you know, let's say they're really people struggling in this thing at Pen He's the one that kept me focused on that. Right. I don't know why, but I thought he did a really good job. And in those quiet moments, or like when they met um, the tigress lady, yeah. who I jumped to the conclusion that Snow hadn't forced her to be augmented or whatever like she didn't do the cat thing uh, herself he had he i don't i don't know that is that in the book yeah i just assumed that he forced her to be like plastic surgery up to make her look like the cat you know that kind of focused me in on how horrible he was because until then you i just wasn't getting it i wasn't getting how terrible it is yes you're starving all the people on the outskirts and all the districts have to mine for all your ore and grow all your food and for you all to live lavishly and that sucks and that's terrible but the the menacingness of the hunger games even didn't really hit me until this movie and all the bits and pieces that have that fall apart it
0: didn't hit you in while well, the games are happening not really that children are being i mean
1: that's terrible when i was like this sucks but when i'm watching the hunger games themselves like them doing it i'm in that moment i'm not thinking of the big picture of how um For 75 years, this country, every leader has gone along with this, right? And then, until this last movie of thinking of the individuals who are suffering, I just never. I guess I just took it all, took it all in, and then focused in more on this, you know. And there was a lot of quiet moments, yeah, reflective moments, and that made all the difference. If it had been like cut, 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 blow up, blow up, blow up, blow up, run, 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 storm the castle, blow shit up, the end. I wouldn't have had time, even those like 30 seconds or two minute scenes where they're actually just. There is a lot less action in this movie than I thought. Yeah, I really felt like that made. Because you had to compare it to all the other movies. It's all one big story, Mm -hmm. right? This is when you're slowing down, and then when the action does hit, like the mutts and the oil and all the pods that they're having to conflict with, and then, you know, ultimately the big thing. That all makes more sense to me. It was well balanced, so I think that overall, even watching it again, I was thinking, uh, I'm not going to like it as much the second time. But
0: I definitely I would like to watch all of it in a row, just sure. a, a day's worth of watching it all one day, one time, because I think it will really work well as a big thing.
1: I think in one year you should. Yeah, one year from today,
0: where it's all, <laughs> where it's all fresh in your mind all the time. Yeah. when you're watching it, you know, like I think that I think it would work really well as a big long day movie. And I'm sure many people have done that.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm surprised so, you didn't want to do it before we watched this one. Well, we,
0: you know, because it's been out every year, it's fairly fresh in my mind anyway. Like, we, this time last year, we watched part one. Yeah, but it's a
1: year <laughs> ago.
0: Yeah. So, Jennifer Lawrence plays Katniss Everdeen. Obviously, see, that's another thing about this end, the end part of this story. Not, not knocking the movie or anything. But a lot of your favorites are underutilized because they're not needed anymore in the story. I find that is a thing in this last movie too, and the last book. Like, I love Elizabeth Banks as Effie Trinket. Yep. She's not really got a part in this nope. because there's nothing for her to do. Stanley there's Tucci. no games.
1: Yep.
0: Right, Stanley Tucci. He's in the movie mm. on a on a video screen. One time. Yeah. Uh, he's a really big part of it for me. I like I like watching him. Even Woody Harrelson as Hamage There's nothing really for him to do. Like it is. It gets to a point where all those characters you love, because there are no games to play, they're not needed. So that's a thing. Another thing where I was let down. See, I needed.
1: still just with you that this is all one game. You're just focused on the Hunger Games. Yeah, but they're needed for
0: that. She gets them ready. They make... Um, yeah. You know, all the... All, Sinner died, but... You know, the, all the people that you like. Um, in the last book... I remember clearly, read, I was reading the book going, oh, really? Not, no Effie? Like, she's not badly in it? Like, what? Because I, I, I really got to but like But you have this her, new team. Yeah.
1: The insurgent team right, or whatever. Right, which I
0: don't find as interesting.
1: Don't have time to get to know no. them well. You no. just don't.
0: So, um... Especially
1: the twins. It's like, they're badass. They're dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, spoiler.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we've already alerted that everyone to... Just... So
0: Jennifer Lawrence um, plays Katniss again. I think she's really good at this role. I, I feel like she might be glad that it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's like four year, five, five years. Yeah, but in the,
1: in the midterm, in between those, I said, she's been good as a young actor person, being able to balance a big, huge action sequence kind of flick movie mm-hmm. that a lot of people would just throw away and say, just, you know, like, like Sally Field throws away. We've heard her this week talk about her early career. And how everything was just shit, and it was pointless and meaningless, and it made her feel like shit. You could easily get that feeling from doing them. I'm not saying that the Hunger Games books and the story is shit. I'm just saying it is not the other stuff that she's done, and she's been able to balance out the really good.
0: But the Hunger Games has made
1: her right. The it big put her in the spotlight star, so yeah. that she could get American Hustle mm-hmm. and Joy, and there was another one too. I forget.
0: Silver Linings Playbook.
1: I didn't see that one.
0: But there's another one she was yeah. in, and the uh, the one that she the very first movie she did the the one in Missouri, the mm. drug one. Oh yeah, yeah, winter yeah. something. Winter's bone. Winter's bone. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's done serious movies, but this is what when people think of her, they think of. But this I mean, lot. in the
1: middle, though, is what I'm saying. She hasn't just left all of that behind. No. And I said compared it to the Harry Potter guy, who you have a hard time. You don't have a lot of other things to compare for him because he was only Harry Potter or the Hobbit or the Hobbit guy not the Hobbit from the office but the Hobbit from the original you know Frodo that guy yeah that's also another tough one where you're like Green Street Hooligans I know he's done other stuff maybe but I don't know but she's been able and I think that her her approach to it all makes it
0: Frodo uh, guy I'm blanking on his name He's been in a lot of horror movies recently, and they look kind Good of... Good ones are bad? No, not eh. great ones. Just, <laughs> you know, those ones. The ones that...
1: <laughs> those people don't have to worry. I don't think they can do what they want, probably, money-wise. I know that's not probably everyone's motivation, but... But
0: Jennifer Lawrence is obviously a movie star. She'll... I can't see her going away anytime soon. She takes...
1: But you have to think, in this movie, there's just a lot of walking and yeah, looking. And, and
0: looking and being sad and being... Being... Annoyed. Angry.
1: But she does commit... Like, I'm convinced all the way through, she's Katniss, she's done this journey.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, Josh, Josh Hutcherson plays Peter Malark again. I think he was the... Better. Really good. I, I actually think, if I'm you go back around. and watch the... He's not actually that good in the original one. I
1: disagree. I think that they just... He was more of a puppet, kind of a character, you know, like... It was I a bit know. more... In the book, is he bigger?
0: Yeah. Different, I think, I would say. More solid. Not quite as.
1: Because the love triangle I've never identified with at mm-hmm. all. I don't see it. I don't get it. No. I understand how well, the ending goes, but I mean, none of it makes I sense to me. Don't
0: even Katniss and him. <laughs> like, the chemistry <laughs> doesn't ever seem.
1: Doesn't have to be chemistry, though, does it? It's like forged out of On circumstance. On the screen, I mean, it doesn't
0: ever seem.
1: Then again, the other that's game. actually a nice thing. If you think mm. about it, it's an unexpected. Way to approach a love story. But then again, other people are going to think, oh, the love it's story. so romantic.
0: Yeah, but to me... It,
1: they're I, like, Kate and Leo, but it's Peter and Yeah,
0: Candace. but Kate and Leo, I even I, feel, I felt it for them. Like, I felt, you know, they, you do. You feel that, don't you, when you watch that movie? You're like, yeah, they're really in love with each other. I understand when it gets... After
1: what, one day?
0: When it gets to the raft <laughs> scenario.
1: Yeah, but they've that, only how how bad they it they've is. literally known each other for 24 hours.
0: I know, hours. but you've gone through this...
1: So you've been brainwashed. Take me like (laughs) your French girls,
0: Jack. They did that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Peter and and Katniss have gone through so much more.
0: Yeah, but you don't... I (laughs) I don't feel that. That's the thing. I just don't feel it. So uh, Liam Hensworth plays the other bit of the uh, love triangle.
1: Couldn't care less. I'm very sorry. He does a fine job. Don't get me wrong. He's fine. He holds that part exactly what it is. It's just a guy and... But again, he does a lot of looking at Katniss and a lot of like dipping his head down and, you know, emoting what that guy would be emoting. He's actually really into her and sees all the qualities he would want. Like, you know, I want you to be my mate. Yep. My Not my hey mate, how's it going, but my mate for life. And yet there's something he'll never be, you know. Also, I have to ask, I don't understand what she was talking about. I still didn't in the end. she says to him, is that you? Was that you? Something, something. I'm like, what are you talking about? We know that he's been part of the rebellion since far before we met him, right? But then he comes in and she's like, was that you? And he just kind of doesn't say anything. I'm like, do you mean did he plan it? Because he's not planning shit. He's just, he's coins little puppet, right? Yeah,
0: about the things that fall down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't quite understand.
1: I would understand it more if she just said, did you know? Like, why would we do that? Like, why would we do that? You know? But he didn't act that way.
0: No. But, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, why are you asking him that? Why would he? Why would you, the rebels, do that?
1: Oh, I'd already thought that. So, I'd already come to that conclusion that it was the rebels. Because it would make Snow look really, really bad. Yeah. but The first time I saw it, I knew it wasn't Snow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, Ugh, she's bad. She's very bad. And I don't mean Katniss. So, um... Woody Harrelson
0: is back as Hey Mitch Abernathy. Uh, he's not really in it very much. He's always charming and funny, but and he has a terrible wig always in this movie. <laughs> is it a wig? Uh, it looks. He's got. I mean.
1: He's got hippie hair. He does I in real he life. Had
0: very hardly any hair now. In
1: long. Well, maybe now. Yeah, you're right. You're um, right.
0: So I think it's a wig. It just looks like a wig. And he keeps going. There's a few wigs going on in this movie.
1: Looking at us. Philip Seymour
0: Hoffman. I just had to mention him. He's barely in it, to be honest. And as we know, he did die during the filming of these movies. And it's quite not, clear. Not
1: because of these movies. No, he, he died separately. Unfortunately. It's clear near the
0: end that he they'd di- run he out of footage
1: of a drug overdose.
0: And they'd run out of footage of him. But he was there. Was there was a few scenes where I was like, oh wow, he's supposed to be here. And they couldn't a pull
1: like, Fast and the Furious
0: because that doesn't fit. No, in No, the they just left him out of the scene and kind of. There's
1: a letter from a him and mention yeah. him and yeah.
0: But um, yeah, I I could I I could spot it, but there again, I was kind of looking. So, Julianne Moore plays President Alma Coyne. I love Julianne Moore. She's awesome. She's having a lot of fun with this role. You can tell. She just she knows she's bad. Yeah, and Elizabeth Banks as Effie Trinket, again, barely in it. Awesome? She's awesome in The Hunger Games. Go back and watch When She Really Is A Big Part Of It, the second movie. I
1: don't quite understand why the storyteller person wouldn't change Effie and Hamish in some way. Obviously, she has come around to the idea that the capital is...
0: Yeah, but she doesn't save...
1: But she doesn't really... She kind of puts herself in danger's way, I guess, by supporting Katniss. But she kind of gets swept into the rebellion accidentally. She's a little bit
0: naive as well. She's never...
1: Yeah, I don't know. But as a character, there's lots of room for her to have taken a stand like Senna a little bit more. Mm. To where we know she's thrown herself into danger. And that would have given her a little more of an edge. And then if she comes back out in her costume, then you know... She still—that's still part of her. But as it is, nothing has poked through that. It's yeah. just that she now understands that the big picture is that this is really shitty. And and the final
0: scene of her in this Hamish in this movie be. is unsatisfying. I yeah. always thought it was in the book too. I was like, oh, so that's it? We just she's that's it? We just bye goodbye.
1: Even if she'd been sitting by Katniss <laughs> in the woods, <laughs> she with ain't coming. Like combing her hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, like she has, oh dressing her.
1: Yeah. Candace like has a little like family. Like a <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't think that would have worked. And
1: Hamish is over there. All his <laughs> oh, a little. And family. Peter's <laughs> doing the
0: gardening because he was doing the gardening at the end.
1: Well, no, he um, he's already there in the end.
0: Yeah, but all I'm saying is she, she could have a she she could be living in this house. She sure already
1: does. She has Peter already.
0: Yeah, and they could all be a house crew, <laughs> look after it. That's funny. Yeah,
1: and so. also the lady who becomes the ultimate. You know, President. Coin. There's no the lady. Oh, girl. the other lady, yeah.
0: There's yeah, nothing. There's no build up to her. There's no
1: it? mention of her in any other movie, mm. any part of the whole entire story. That there's a woman who's a fighter and a soldier. In and the she's book, a leader. she's explained
0: quite a lot more. Right. That, so they didn't bother. That either. you
1: give even one line of dialogue or one image of this like ultimate soldier lady who's like really the in only the guts thing of it
0: all. When she does a speech to the troops the only thing like you can you can see she's very together yeah, but you would
1: have no lead up to that no. and so i can't just instantly invest in somebody because that doesn't make sense to me like i needed a little bit more of her so, even though i i buy it i buy that there's somebody who's been in yeah. the trenches the entire time and now people trust her and she's a good balanced individual but i don't know that i just have to take their word for it
0: So this is directed by Francis Lawrence, who directed the first um, Hunger Games. Uh, I'm glad he changed his style, and this is more, this is not that Shaky Cam style, but it hasn't been for the last three movies movies either. I like how
1: it is. It's kind of dark and kind of like like natural light, but it's not natural light. It just looks like it.
0: Sometimes it doesn't seem as grimy as I think it should be, but it is an alternate kind of world, so it's not.
1: That's what I was thinking, too, when I'm watching this. Okay, M is a country. Or a continent. I don't know. Is it an island? What the rest? What's the rest of the world doing? I don't know. Does the rest of the world <laughs> even know what's going on? Do they give a shit? Why does this country end up the way it is? Is the whole world like this? You know? There's no... Or is it it? Is that it? Is this I feel like this land is the mass, whole world. Yeah. The whole of it.
0: Yeah, I don't know how it was explained in the book, but... There is nothing else as far as I can gather. This is it.
1: Well, it's a country. Yeah. And then it has these regions or whatever, districts. I can't remember what it said. Like, after some, something went
0: wrong or... And this is the... the how right, well, they said. explained
1: that in that country, they had an uprising and they had to squash it.
0: Yeah, but That's... I don't think there is other places.
1: Then why is it a country? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. If you're the only thing, then you're not really a thing. I can't right? remember in the book. I don't think it called it a country. I don't even think it... They do in the book, in the movie. Yeah. Like, if it's the only continent, and they're the only people on the whole planet, wherever they live, because it's not this planet, right? Well. No, it's not this planet. In a galaxy far, far away.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it was directed well. Um, I think... I, I did feel about this movie that the special effects and everything were better than they had been in other movies. It just seemed more... Like, there was more money to spend here. Mm-hmm. They, they had more... Like, I remember in the first movie, because I, I guess, you know, the first movie, they didn't know if it was going to work or whatever. I remember, you know, in the, on the train going into the city for the first time, and there was one shot that looked out of the window to show you the yeah. city. And it was so brief, and I was like, hey, I, I want to see what the city looks like. And I remember, oh, yeah, the budget wasn't very big, so yep, we didn't get much of that. In this, you do. You get lots of... You even get the city at the end and...
1: There's a lot more
0: of that, yeah. So I think. Remember,
1: it's also two movies being shot at the same time with a shared budget, and so you get a lot more, like they said, and they sound very efficient. Mm. So if they're going to build a thing or do a thing, they might as well do it right and use it. to use it for two, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So, extras on the Blu ray, and I must say this has got some good extras. It's got a two hour, 31 minute documentary. Let me just get the box here. Because I wasn't prepared. it has a it's called Pawns No More making the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 but it's a two and a half hour so if you are a fan of the Hunger Games Mm -hmm. it is a proper documentary on the making of this second movie if you buy any of the Hunger Games Blu-rays to be honest they all have a big documentary on them but not quite as long this one's longer than the film so yeah there's a really excellent it's an eight part documentary there's also *The Hunger Games*, a photographic journey, *This Sinner's Sketchbook*, *The Secrets of the Mockingjay Armor*, *This Panamon Display*, *The Hunger Games*, the exhibition, which was about an exhibition that they that you can go and see. Yeah, it's actually
1: physically. yeah. This sounds hokey, and the one actress lady who was really promoting it sounded a little bit over the board overboard yeah. about it. However. I've been to exhibitions. I've been to a Titanic one, a real life pirate, not real life pirates, but an exhibition at a big museum, kind of a place where they've put together a huge history of like real piracy and, you know, of, of its day and like, like artifacts from the Titanic in that one and all kinds of stuff with big things to read and you can put on the headphones and listen to the history yeah. of it. It's actually really engaging. Now, while this is just a movie set of movies, and a book, and some st- and a story, I still think they're actually really fun. Like, it's really dark and dim, and you go to each section of the exhibit, and it looks the same. It has, like, costumes, and it has, like, little interactive things you can do that show how they did some of the special effects. Now, that sounds really fun, especially if you love the whole thing. Yeah. So I think that is actually a really good idea. I wonder if they do them for other movies. I don't know. Obviously, I think Disney is going to have something at Walt Disney World where yeah. you can go and... Or Universal like, Studios. Right. Have. But this is different than... A, it's not a ride or anything. It's like it's a museum a, piece. It's literally a museum thing where you walk in, it's got all the bells and whistles, but it's actually kind of like tame and it looked like the same kind of thing where you just read... Like re, it's almost like an extra... Well, look, we can save 20% on our tickets.
0: Yeah, that inside the box is a ticket. Um, thing.
1: But does it travel? That was my question. If I guess if it's in your area and you love these I think these kind of exhibitions are really fun.
0: Yeah, it says And I'm um, not
1: trying to sell it to you and it's probably expensive because the ones go, I've gone to are like $30. Go
0: to the Hunger Games Exhibition dot com to find out where it is. It says traveling at the bottom there.
1: And if it's substantial enough, you can literally spend, like, two to three hours, like, reading every single bit of information. You know at the Runge Nature Center, where yeah. we've gone, and you go inside and go through that. It's lighted like up, Like, the exhibition of Missouri wildlife and grasses and plants and animals and rivers, and you just get lost in it. Like, you open every little door, and you wiggle every little thing, and you hear all the birds chirping, and people think I sound like a crazy person, but... That was an interesting... The extra wasn't much of an extra. That was just a commercial. And this also has an
0: audio commentary throughout the movie with Francis Lawrence and producer Nina Jacobson. So it is actually jam-packed with stuff. It says over five hours of features. They're not, they're not kidding, because it really does have over five hours of stuff. Um, she never gets to wear this outfit, does she? There's an, on the cover of the box, she's wearing a red leather suit. She doesn't wear that.
1: Isn't that what she has on the end.
0: No, it's, it's She wears like a black, True. black one. But th- this one's just look, look. I mean, it's like a promotional picture. Sure. But um, yeah, she never did. I was expecting um, her to be wearing that at some point, but no, nope, she did not. So, um, in conclusion, what do you think? Let's conclude the uh, Hunger Games saga completely, I guess, because I think we're done with Hunger Games. I right.
1: really enjoyed it, and it makes me want to watch it all again for the whole of the story. Even understanding it, even knowing it, I get it, but I'm, you know... And I I should read more books, probably, because I would be even more interested in it. And like I said earlier on, it's the same story of all of these kinds of
0: stories. You're not missing tons by not reading the books, I don't think.
1: No, but I mean, future. Yeah. Future books that, even if it's never going to be a movie... People might- I read a
0: series of books called um, also went around this time when the Hunger Games came out called Uglies well, one was called Uglies one was called Pretties and it was about a dystopian world which I believe they're actually making also into a movie but they, the quick synopsis of it is there's a dystopian world people are born and through d- DNA and stuff we've figured out how to make everybody look attractive
1: what does that sound like? We just watched an episode of The Twilight Zone the yeah. other night. Uh, number 12 looks like me so, is the name of it. And it is where you get to choose that you get yeah, this, this transformation. This is a
0: lot grimmer than that, though. So you're, all, you're born and you're, you're attractive through this DNA manipulation. They're all like supermodels. But then sometimes it there's uglies. And on your 19th birthday, they, when you've grown up to be a woman or you've grown up to be this, a man, they look at you. And you go into like one of two holes. You either live mm-hmm. in live in the uh, pla- live with everybody, and you're this beautiful thing, or you this or, and they send you off. You into You can't these be
1: transformed into tra- be attractive. They
0: send you to these trials, kind of like The Hunger Games. Um, and the trials are so rigged, you're probably gonna die.
1: Why? What's the end of the trial? It, it isn't.
0: It's just to weed out this ugly population. I know, but.
1: Then if you survive the trial, then what?
0: There is no surviving the trial. That's the thing. Like the running man. Yes. It's it's just a... It's a meat grinder. It's a killer. And it's,
1: trans, it's transmitted so everyone can see yes. it. Yes. Okay. So it's so, longer games.
0: It is. But <laughs> well, it's, it's a different type of world.
1: But it's all the same. Yeah. We're being oppressed. and We have to break out of this these chains. And... Well, what you see in the beginning, because that sounds really dynamic and interesting, and you're going to see both sides, and yeah. you're going to be like, these fuckers, like, who are they? And then, when you start hitting that equilibrium, <laughs> it's like, okay, so now everybody can be ugly or beautiful, and everything's boring again.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I am. that is being made into a movie as well, I believe. So, um,
1: conclusion. But as we discussed with that episode of Twilight Zone, if you're the actor,
0: slash... Who's been chosen to be the ugly character. <laughs> And she was nowhere near
1: ugly. I know. You could You're have picked like, somebody way uglier you've than. Been hired. Mm-hmm. We're going to hire you because <laughs> you see, these are the beautiful people, and yeah. we need someone in contrast. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but she's not in contrast. That was the problem. Oh my God, Who ever, whoever sad. hired her, they didn't. They, there mustn't have been enough ugly people. She got
1: transformed in
0: the end. I yeah. had to spoil it for you, but. Um. So yeah, Hunger Games was an enjoyable series of movies. I think. I agree. Might be a little. Bit- this
1: one more than the others to me.
0: Yeah. Um, not for me. But that <laughs> it really did catching fire is where it it caught fire for me. <laughs> God. So uh thanks to Lionsgate for the Blu-ray and uh, if you want to enter a contest, go to a dot com. You can win a win stuff. Um next week's Blu-ray review is a very small, very independent movie and it is Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> um we'll be looking at that next week. Uh I actually I posted a picture of it on Facebook. I actually got it a little bit early. But uh, it's going to be... We've obviously seen it. We didn't... We've obviously seen it. We didn't talk about it in detail. Um, but we will talk about it in detail next week. So, movie recommendations. I am going with... You know, based on The Hunger Games. I'm going with the Divergent series because... They get a bad uh, knock, the Divergent movies. Do they? They're, they're, yeah, they're not quite as popular. Because uh,
1: people think it's a clone of Hunger yeah. Games.
0: Yeah. And they're made by the same film company. They're, the books came out around the same time, the whole thing. But I think it's, a good, it's as good as a, a story as The Hunger Games is. It's a very similar type of deal, it's just a different setup. But I mean, it's about people.
1: Rising up against Trish the Triss and Katniss.
0: <laughs> they're both doing the same thing. Ultimately.
1: But it is not as dynamic. The idea isn't as, like, it's, I like the idea better of people being sorted by their personality types. Mm -hmm. I love that about the version series. That when you're born and then you come to a certain age, you get this test and it determines what your personality type is. And I totally believe in personality types. We're all wired different, but there's a limited number of us types, Mm -hmm. right? And that is where you get sent to live amongst people of your own type. And it sounds terrible, but it's a really interesting idea. Until you realize that one of the groups has got a little up their own ass, and one leader, speaking of Kate and Leo, uh, decides you know what's best for everybody, and then you realize, okay, they have to come down.
0: But I think they get, I, I think they get a bad rap. But you know, they're not they're, If you like the Hunger Games, it's a similar type of dystopian rising up story so i just think you should give him a chance the third movie allegiant just came out recently in the cinemas so you the whole the whole thing is now you know you can see the whole story um and my other one is star wars and the reason i chose star wars is there's an extra on this blu-ray for *Mockingjay*, and it's that one that's about the exhibition and there's a girl comes out like a teen <laughs> teenager or 12 year old 12 year
1: old yeah
0: and she says this movie's really changed my life. And I can see that she means that. Like, She's
1: like, I love it, and it's really yeah. changed my life. And, 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 and her friends are like, like she really is. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I can see that it did have an, a big impression on... Because think, I think nowadays, you know, we're older. You, something like The Hunger Games doesn't come along and completely blow you away, does it? But when I was a kid, and this is my recommendation, the Star Wars movies... They changed my life. Star Wars is part of my life all the time. Like, you know, I don't drop, you know, I never...
1: I think that we underestimate the power of that. A story. Like, for me, obviously Wizard of Oz was one of my early, like, yeah. link to a, a fun escape. Now, I've told you, I'm not a great escapist. I can't be in a lousy mood and then you give me something fun and I'm instantly brainwashed into being happy again. That doesn't work for me. But as a kid, it was like, because television was, I wanted to be in, I wanted to be so close to the Brady Bunch that I could see nothing else, you know, and the Wizard of Oz was just like, that didn't necessarily change my life, but it is attached to me. And then other things like drawing, as soon as I pick up a pen, even if I'm doodling at work, I have just gotten sucked into this tunnel of happiness. Pure, unadulterated satisfaction. That's it. Now, I sometimes don't always understand people who love sport. You know, a football, baseball, hockey, soccer, football, whatever. And they're just totally into it. Like from like my sister. I have a sister who's just... <laughs> she'll have the radio on, the TV on. And her laptop with two different games going, all the stuff going on at the same time because she's just so into it. Now that, for her, is the same as Star Wars is for you. Yeah. Then when I come across somebody and I start asking, because I'm always interested, what's that thing about you? Is it, could be anything, right? Could be woodworking, could be sports, could be running, could be exercise, could be movies, could be TV. And I come across somebody and say, "What, what do you love? Oh, I don't know. What What's your hobby? Oh, nothing. Really. That's actually funny, because on Howard I, Stern... that week, I don't
0: identify. On me. Howard Stern, he interviewed um, Sally Field, and he said to her... Because she's retired. I mean, she made a film recently, but she's retired. And he said to her, so what's a day like for you? What's your hobby? She goes, oh, I don't have a hobby. He goes, so what do you do when you wake up? <laughs> what do you do? She goes, well, you know, I get a cup of coffee and uh, I read the newspaper. And... You know I see my grandkids And he's like So but what's your hobby? I paint She goes that's not a hobby <laughs> And he said Well it is for me Because I'm not professional Right It's just a thing I do It makes me feel centered, And I feel She goes I don't have anything like that No I, don't, I see, can I honestly say even, I don't have that
1: I think not even her work From listening to her more Mm-mm. So And I know a couple of people She says like
0: she she's lonely She's always been lonely And she feels kind of empty all Yeah time. yeah Yeah so
1: And I get that but I happen to have a thing, particularly for me, it's art. And mm-hmm. now I'm finding like growing. Garden he couldn't believe stuff. it.
0: Was like, well, I do art. Does he
1: feel yeah. driven to help her find a like, thing? It should,
0: <laughs> like it really helped me. I do yoga as well. That is it. And
1: when people say, "Oh, my kids," and I'm like, eh, "That's not a very stable foundation for you to stand those on." Those are the
0: grandkids. So because they're going
1: the to eventually go away from you, mm-hmm. and so that can't be a hobby. Mm-mm. It can't be the. It can be the thing that satisfies you, but. I always think I don't get it. So for you it's Star Wars, for me it's this. For that young girl it's like Katniss and Rise you know, you never know how that little nugget of that. And that story was the thing that was the thing. I
0: was watching these young girls coming out of this exhibition <laughs> and going, You know what? The Hunger Games is Star Wars to those girls.
1: Yeah, if you'd had that exhibition you would have been there every When day. those <laughs> girls are
0: fifty and sixty years old, they will always remember the times they had with the Hunger Games. They were best friends, they went to see the True. Hunger Games, they went to that exhibition that day it's a thing for them it might not be for me as a 46 year old man I lo- I like the but Hunger but Star Wars games. is but Star Wars as is as soon as
1: anyone starts to talk to you about Star Wars or yeah. you see a Star Wars image you are transported yeah. to a place in your brain that just I don't know I don't even know how, what it is it's something
0: I mean it, it it's going to happen when you're younger because you're very impressionable but think like, about
1: it for some people that could be who knows what
0: Harry Potter it is for a lot of people I'm sure sure Um, just these big things that come along. and they Yeah, but Star Wars wasn't
1: a big thing. Star Wars was a singular movie in 1976, correct? Yeah. That was it. No, seven. You didn't know there was going to be another one. You didn't know it was going to be nine movies over the course of 40 years. Right? That was it. And then the toys were coming out, but not like... I had
0: the toys before I saw the movie.
1: (laughs) But there was no internet. There was nothing. You had that singular experience, and that's what you hinge it on. Not the rest of it. The rest of it is just bonus, really, for you, right?
0: Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. So, um, yeah. Um, Somebody's my favorite movie is
1: going to be like Benji or Herbie.
0: Pee-wee. Or <laughs> Home Alone. You know, some...
1: <laughs> Catwoman.
0: Uh, so your recommendations are...
1: Mine are, in accordance with my rules for 2016, I'm going to be going through my entire list of movies I've seen or that I can recall having seen. And I have an Excel spreadsheet to prove that I'm trying to keep track. And for this week, I'm going to do four of them. I'm in the A's, so we've got Addicted to Love. Is that Rob Lowe? I believe so. I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember, but I know I've seen it. Let me look it up. Adventures... Oh, Adventureland. Adventureland is an excellent movie. It is really good. Jesse
0: Eisenberg. Yeah. Um and what's her face? Kristen, Kristen Johnson, whatever. Kristen the huntsman and the Snow White.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's a really it's good, a quiet indie, little yeah. Um It's got your late your comedy people in it as well.
0: Kristen Wiggs in it, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And um Adventures in Babysitting. Which is mm-hmm. actually really fun Now you can't deny it It's one of those wacky Kind of But I actually Now when I think about it It's really a lot of fun And I'd, I think it would hold up Because it's just one of those Home Alone-ish type Where everything goes wrong Who's the star of it? Uh,
0: Christina Applegate or
1: Not the original She's in it late. She's not the original one I think it is I never remember her name I can see her in my Blonde Yes I think yes. she was in Cocktail and Hollow Man yeah. I think it was her. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue? Shue? Yeah. I believe so. I don't know. Again, I don't know. Some of these movies I haven't seen for 30 years. Leaving
0: Las Vegas, Elizabeth
1: And Shue. then, so I've got Addicted to Love, Adventureland, Adventures in Babysitting, and After
0: Earth. After Earth, Gary Witter wrote that one. Yeah. It was alright. It, it was a little... Everybody said it was terrible, but I thought it was fine. Like, I felt it
1: was very super in, in, self-indulgent. It was will, a pretty
0: good sci-fi movie, though. It's a
1: good sci-fi movie. It's an interesting idea. But it was very... We're going to use this as a commercial for Will Smith's son.
0: It got really slammed, though, and I didn't. I, I and I expected it to be terrible, and then you know.
1: It's not very substantial when you think about the it's story. It's just a
0: really big action. It's like a big, massive action sequence. <laughs> the whole thing, really. But it's
1: not really. There's a lot of downtime.
0: And there's those giant birds, and there's falling off that cliff. But
1: there's not a lot of substance. But it's a. I like anything that tries to imagine a future of Earth that is not the way we see it now. I quite
0: liked it. I I don't remember hating it.
1: I think we both said the same thing. We have a review of it, I believe. We do. Yeah. We go back and listen to that.
0: So, um, games and Scully stuff for this week. I've been playing uh, one game, Trackmania Turbo. If you've... I love the Trackmania games because they're racing games that are kind of crazy. Um, They're a bit mental I think they're for mental people actually because they're not actually just a standard racing game what was cool about the last racing game the last Trapmania, Mania 2 was it wasn't really the single player game that was anything, it was the multiplayer and the multiplayer is not racing against each other it's you go into a server there's a bunch of people racing but they're not racing each other you're trying to beat each other's time so you go around the track and it records your time and it puts it up on the screen against everybody else's time in the server. You can see all the other people riding around the track, but they're kind of like invisible, like a, like a glowing... So you can't bump into anybody. You're not racing against them. You're just trying to get around the track the fastest time possible. And the tracks are crazy. They're like roller coasters. There's upside down loop-de-loops. There's you know magnetic tracks where your car sticks to the track upside down. It's kind of crazy That's racing. Very realistic. And what's really crazy about it what I always loved about it was the people who make the servers that you play on they can they choose what music is in the server they choose the maps they make the maps because at Trackmania you actually slot all the tracks together like slot cars and you make your own tracks so you'd go into somebody's server and it'd be you know Death, Death Race Beyonce and you'd be like what, what <laughs> the hell is this and you go in and the whole time Beyonce will be playing and the tracks will be all based on Beyoncé records. People get really creative with it. Here's the Mad Max one, and they play in the Mad Max soundtrack. Here's a Star Wars one, they play in the Star Wars soundtrack, and everything's kind of Star Wars-themed. That's what that game was about. Uh, that was Trackmania 2. It was so fun, because every server you went in, you was like, what the hell? Some guy must have spent, like, a year designing yeah. this. And look at it, it's amazing. Now, Trackmania Turbo, the new version, unfortunately, yes, you can play each other. Yes, you can create tracks, but because it's on the consoles, you can't use your own music. You know that's the day and age we're kind of in now, isn't it? You can't use your own music because somebody's going to sue you. So you can't use Star Wars and all that kind of stuff because that all has to be licensed nowadays. That's what was cool about Trap Mania too. Nobody yeah, give a I shit. Get you. Nobody give a shit. It was like Wild West. This one, it's a cool game. It's the same game. It's just been consoleized, so you can't. Do all yeah. the cool stuff that it used to do, but as far as a Trap Mania game, it's fun to play. A lot of them, a lot of the tracks are recycled from the other games. That's another negative. But if you're a Trap Mania fan, I think you will get some fun out of it. I haven't played any other games this week, but I just wanted to mention we are watching, still watching Daredevil on Netflix, and uh, it is outstanding.
1: It is really good. Like. I would never have been watching it with you but you had the first episode and this is how it came down I didn't watch the first <laughs> season no and then you had the first show of the second season ready to watch and I was on the couch and I was really comfy and I was all bundled up and I was warm and I had my cup of tea and I was like I don't really want to get up and you're going to watch it so I'll watch it with you and it was really good like yeah. it has its you know it's superhero with comic booky. but like I was getting a little turned off of Electra because I don't really care about her thing. But now I'm getting a better picture of the big scope of why Hill's Kitchen is at threat. You know, it's very comic booky, Like, oh my god, you're at the center of this horrible thing or whatever. But the action is really good. The fights don't get boring to me. And I don't like fight scenes.
0: There's a fight in episode two. Uh, yeah. Where he's going down those Amazing. stairs. Yeah, it's like better than what's in any movie. Like of a Really good. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's cool that this second season has got, like, they they brought the Punisher and Elektra in, which are, you know, two big comic book heroes. Unfortunately, the
1: Punisher doesn't seem that menacing to me. I like the guy better now.
0: I really like him, and I'm I'm behind him. Like, it's a cool, uh, it's just, it's an excellent show. Um, After we finish Daredevil, we'll have to move on to Jessica Jones, because I hear that Jessica Jones is equally as good. Anything that Marvel have done for Netflix is um, high quality and Daredevil is high quality and it doesn't shirk from violence I mean there is a scene where somebody gets a shotgun in the face in this yeah and I was like you don't even see that in movies the way that was done it's that graphic so yeah it's pretty it's pretty it's not something you'd sit down with the kids to watch even though it sounds like it is it isn't right
1: I don't think so. No,
0: it's not. It's, it, even I mean, though it yeah, says Ma- Mar- Marvel's Daredevil. If your
1: kids read all the comics, though, looking at it as a drawing and seeing people do it, I don't know. I think you'd probably be willing to let that get by you. It's pretty
0: hardcore as far as, you know, violence goes. So, um, But it's excellent. Absolutely excellent. I love it. So um, what is for dinner, Sid Talks?
1: Subway! It isn't
0: Subway, so- though, is it?
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. So you're right. I mean, I'm going to go for the closer one, Jimmy John's. And no, we don't get any... Paola from these people. We should. Jimmy John's make a good bread. Morning Star, which is because we're vegetarian, so we don't eat meat, so we eat Morning Star products. We eat corn. Morningstar
0: owes money by now, after this podcast. No shit. <laughs> and uh,
1: Subway, we eat a lot of. Jimmy John's, I eat a lot because I get that, they deliver to work, so like I can't really help that. I, I very that rarely
0: have Jimmy John's, so when you got it the other day, I it's was really like, good. oh, that's really
1: good. And it's like two minutes, it's literally... Two miles from here. Yeah. So I go, get it, drive through, come home. They probably to deliver do. too, right? Not to us.
0: Oh, they don't.
1: I don't think so. We're outside the city limits. <laughs> so, oh. a, so damn it. We're
0: two miles away Plus from Plus they
1: them. charge $1.50. Now at work, we don't get charged because they walk down the street and deliver to my building. So that's oh. why I get it there a lot. But, so, um, so I'm not going to cook anything.
0: Your advice is?
1: My advice is, it's not really advice. It's wisdom with a question mark. And I'm not the one to make it up. I just don't know how anyone else would have worded it. But as much as I do it as well, and I'm trying in my, you know, almost half a century of life to break out of it, that I, me, Cindy Lee Redding Hayes, Cindy Lee Redding Shavak Hayes, this are all the names in there, I've been married before and I had a mate, I'm a whole person, right? I'm learning.
0: The social engineers know, know everything that about it.
1: my, yeah, they couldn't spell that first <laughs> married name if they tried. Um, my whole life is what it is, right? My experiences are what they are. I've come to conclusions about things. But one of, the, one of the worst things we do, I believe, is to use like myself, my life, my ideas as a measuring stick for everybody else. That, for example, if I go to a restaurant and I'm really nice to the waiter or the waitress and I leave them a good tip and I tidy up my table, and because that's what I do. I just do that. If it's a nice person and they do a good job, I go along with the, the tenants of that whole thing. I get it. But I tidy up my table. I put my napkin on my plate. I don't leave crumbs on the table. I don't leave water rings on the table. I just never have. It's a weird thing. If I'm with someone else, I don't expect them to do that. My thing, what I do, isn't a measuring stick for you. And therefore, if you don't do it, you've just got knocked down a couple of Mm. notches. That isn't fair. Now, that's a very superficial kind of a little habit thing that I do. But if you pull back and you measure everybody by the same kind of thing, you know, in the same way and say, well, you know, whatever it is. Like, my approach to going to work is that work is no different than my life I don't get up in the morning and be like turn myself what did I say when when people walk in the door they put themselves on pause and then they go into work and they're miserable or they're nothingness and they're bland and they're boring I'm not like that I'm exactly the same at work as I am right now I make my own way I do my own thing I follow my own rules I break the rules I get in trouble sometimes I get my work done I'm very good at certain things like really good at certain things And the other things, I'm not, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not a perfectionist. I just approach it like I do everything else. If I were to use that as my measuring stick for how everyone should be at work, then everyone else, I would keep knocking them down a notch because my expectation of you is to be like me. Because I think that's how everyone should be. And it isn't. Now the balance is finding out that if someone else comes to work and they're fucking miserable and they're just a bastard about everything and they grumble and I bitch and moan about a lot of things. The thing is I bitch and moan. I try to fix it. If I can't, I get over it. Like I'm done. I'm done bitching about it. I did what I could to fix it. Whatever I had to do, it's not going to work. It's going to be the same. Fuck it, whatever. I'm still going to get paid for being here for 12 hours and I'm going to make the most of that thing work the best for me and everyone else around me. Someone else comes along and they're a miserable son of a bitch. And they will not let up with the misery. Now, my expectation of that person can weigh me down. And be like, as I'm interacting with that person, it could be like torture for me. Because I'm very judgmental. This is another thing I'm working on. But what I've learned to do is try to inject... Just my own self. I don't give them bullshit. I don't try to cheer them up. I just am myself. Like 100% myself. And if they start bitching, I'll say, oh, well, what can we do to fix it? <laughs> no, seriously, you tell me what you think we can do. I'll, even if it's not my department, it's not my thing, I will do what I can. If we can make it better, let's make it better. There's really no comeback for that when you're the misery guts, right? But if you go on being miserable, that's fine. I've done my part. I've said what I need to say. And you are not a... F- my measuring stick is... You are who you are. And I'm who I am. And I'm not lowering you down. My expectations of you are what they are. I don't... I don't know if I'm saying this right, but... I hate, That person doesn't leave the room and I sit there going like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, that guy really gets me down and he's really ruining my day or any of that shit. Because that can't... That's not up to that person. That's up to me. So my measuring stick for how everyone should be, I try to give everyone their own measuring stick. Now if somebody's a complete asshole and they're belligerent and they're hateful and they're disrespectful, again, my own measuring sticks, right? I put them all together, I try to figure out that's different. I will do my best in a bad situation to rip them apart. But I don't haven't had to do that in a long in many years, really, in my life. But I think using your measuring stick for how you think people should behave Just in general, not the big stuff Because the big stuff is different You know, like religion and politics, I guess That's a whole other realm I'm talking about day-to-day life It takes some pressure off of you to stop thinking badly about everybody Because they're never going to be you And turn it around and imagine if they're using a measuring stick To measure you And you're not living up to their expectations either so, get over it. <laughs> like, you know, just, I don't know, I, I, there's no conclusion to that.
0: <laughs> I get it. Well-spoken, wise words.
1: <laughs> Well-spoken. No, no, no. Well-spoken would have been made complete sense. That was sort of jumbled up. But. So, let
0: me remind you about our websites It's and sitso.com. You can catch us on Twitter and Facebook. You can catch this podcast on aschoolie.com slash podcast. Everything's there. iTunes Music Store. There's an RSS feed. You can uh, catch it there and just subscribe via any podcatcher you like. You can email feedback to me at, ascoli at ascoli.com Don't email Sid Talk. She really does not want to talk to you. And That is not true. Finally, stay classy. Miss Jennifer Lawrence um, who I think will go on to big things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, not nice! How nice of you. And I'm going to say think for yourself or other people are going to do it for you.